Okay, guys, this is the Pushing Rubber Podcast, episode 131. Your host with uh, the mic is Adam Piggott, uh, coming to you from the Netherlands on a wintry afternoon on this Sunday. Um, skipped an episode last week, my apologies for that, but I was away sitting on a uh, cable A vessel in the north of Germany, and there was no recording going on on that, I can tell you that right now. Uh, but I got back uh, later in the week, and uh, so here we are again, uh, and you can get your weekly fix this week at least, so that's good. Um, back at work after three weeks off, and it's, it's good to be back there, and it, it's, it probably was one of the best holidays I've had in a very long time, because I, I did nothing at all. I really did nothing at all. I only, I only think I did two or three engagements at the most in three weeks. I was supposed to jump over to Italy to hang out with a good mate on uh, New Year's Eve up in the Old Valley where I used to live, but I, I just uh, I just canned the whole idea. And uh, yeah, slept in, ate lots of good food, drank lots of good wine, smoked lots of good cigars uh just just hung out and it was glorious and uh and i really saw the effect of that how much my batteries have been recharged and by this week at work which was just piss easy in comparison particularly like going to the gym after work which normally is quite challenging for me because the days are pretty long uh but uh, no problems at all so uh you've got to give yourself the decent break if you don't give yourself a decent break and relax, and when when I say relax, I mean those three weeks if off. If you if you're like spending the whole time fixing the house or something, it's not a break. You've got to have that downtime. You just turn it off, watch movies, read books, muck around on the internet, play some video games, go for walks, a little bit of hunting, you know, whatever, man. But just you've got to give yourself a break. And if you don't, then your body will give yourself will give you a break in a different way, which is normally getting sick. I haven't been sick for, uh, I haven't been sick for well over a year. I definitely have not been sick since the ex-wife walked out on the relationship, and that was 15 months ago, so. And I was at uh, mass this morning, and everyone's coughing and spluttering away, but, you know, I haven't, uh, I haven't picked up anything. Um, so, um, giving yourself a break, really, 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 really important, boys. Make sure you do it. It's been an interesting old week, of course, lots of stuff going on. I, um, I hit that up on the Hot Chicks and Links on Friday as regards to, uh, Chump's chess moves with Iran. Um, that's all very interesting. There's been the Taiwanese election this week which is not going China's way. Of course, if Trump pulls off this Iran stuff and the Ayatollah and his cronies get overthrown and the Iranians actually take back their country after 40 years on the dark side, it's not going to go China's way. China doesn't want to see that happen. They really don't. They really don't want to have a stable, that whole area there. Um, so um, that's all very interesting. Of course, the bushfires in Australia keep going on because, you know, there's still lots of fuel. Um, I was at a function on Friday night and people kept coming up to me and, uh, you know, asking me if my family were okay. 
which is just the height of lunacy. So I started saying stuff like, no, no, they've all burnt to a crisp, but, you know, there's a really good insurance payout. So, you know, I look on the bright side of that since I'm the only, you know, surviving relative. Uh, so after a while, people stopped asking me about it. I don't know why, um, but, uh, uh, yeah, um, that's all ridiculous, of course. Um What's going to happen, unfortunately, is the government's going to need to do a knee-jerk reaction and do even more regulations and rules that will all be in the wrong direction and won't solve the problem but just make it worse, and that's what's going to happen. You know, we're from the government. We're here to help. We're going to set up a government national fire brigade. Oh, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll just be uh, jobs for the boys. Jobs for the boys, you know. Starting at a uh, quarter of a million bucks up in your management level there, all the volunteers will still be volunteers, of course. That's why you might see stuff about, you know, um, Australian bushfire commissioners or whatever they are doing, because uh, they've got one in each state, you know, doing um, press conferences where they're saying it's definitely climate change and anyone who doesn't know about it, anyone who says anything about fuel loads is a complete idiot and rah, 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 and all of them are saying the same thing. It's because they have to, to keep their jobs, because they're on high-level public servant jobs. They're not firefighters. Most of these idiots wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't know how to, how to put out a fire if, it, you know, if a, a cigarette dropped on their own lounge chair. Um, so it's just a coordinated, uh, you know, climate change, climate change, climate change. I mean, how CO2 is supposed to be causing this. Heat, it's not a hot summer in Australia. It's perfectly normal. Nothing unusual to see. I mean... You know, they'll be they'll be they'll have to say for this for this to actually go through that's climate change. They'll have to say it's oxygen. Oxygen's bad and oxygen's increasing. That's all they have to say. Um, by the way, if oxygen was increasing, that would be bad because <laughs> enriched oxygen isn't very good. You'd be amazed in fire circles because you know I, I teach firefighting and the chemistry of it. Uh, you know, uh, it's twenty point nine percent oxygen in the atmosphere. Twenty point eight percent if you're in the United States because the uh, Fucking Americans always have to be different. Um, but 20.9% oxygen in the atmosphere, you know, it's just, uh, it's the perfect level. Uh, below 17% with the atmospheric pressure, we have trouble uh, getting the oxygen out of the atmosphere. Uh, no, that's wrong. No, that's right. Um, and then above 23.5% oxygen, we start to get quite dangerous because the more oxygen you have, the less fuel you need. Uh, for instance, if there was forty percent oxygen on the earth, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how life would be going. I think we'd all be spontaneously combusting. So uh, it really is right on the range that you absolutely need. What are the chances, eh? Um, so that's all been happening. Um, you've also got that's been happening is uh, obviously the royal family uh, with um, Harry and his hoe. Um, and, um, what's interesting is that the, uh, the predatory, uh, princess, uh, uh, Yoko Marco, um, has basically, you know, lobbed in and, and, uh, and, and she's got the status, she's got the title, she's got the pocket loads of cash and that's all she wants. And so she's going to drag her stupid harry uh, this is this is this is an example obviously of someone marrying extremely badly and if you look at the royal family i think um the only one to marry very well since queen elizabeth ii because she married extremely well um uh, is uh prince william with um kate 
what's her name? Um, she's that, that that's an extraordinarily uh, good marriage from the outside. Um, and Harry's the you know probably taken after his mother in that regard. Um, God knows he doesn't take after his father if that's his father in the first place. Of course, you know, there's uh, fuck. This, uh, this thing going down with uh, Harry and his hoe, um, of course, have, have stirred up all of the Republican idiots in Australia who are saying this is the type. If Harry and Meghan can uh, leave the monarchy, then uh, Australia should leave the monarchy too and be every time, every time. Look, taking Harry, Prince Harry, as a monarchy is like taking Prince Andrew as the monarchy. This is. He's basically 100 millionth in line for the throne. It's just not happening. Um, and uh, he's made an extraordinarily stupid decision um, by marrying this idiot. Of course, when he married her, I mean, it, it. look, a lot of people predicted this would happen. Well, a lot of people predicted it would go extremely badly. No one could predict how it was going to go exactly. Uh, what was interesting with this is that the left... Uh, fully on board with Markle and defending her uh, as regards to her place within the royal family. And that's because the, the left hates the monarchy, the royal family. You know that because the first thing the left is, did in the 20th century when they got into power in any country in Europe was to destroy the monarchy immediately. Um, and the left would not like nothing more than to destroy the English monarchy, which is the strongest surviving monarchy in the world. Um, and the most symbolic. Um, so Meghan Markle is doing her very best to destroy the monarchy under her, you know, selfish, uh, solipsistic aims. But this plays right into the left hand. So, of course, they're hugely supporting her. And if you don't support her now, you're a racist because uh, she's biracial, apparently. Um... Um, so, uh, as regards to considering Meghan Markle to be a princess, a member of the royal family, um, I, 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 I suppose, unfortunately, she is, um, but, uh, well, you know, I'm pretty sure Queen Elizabeth II's off people before, I don't think it'd be past her, but, uh, poor old Harry, hey, poor old Harry, he's just a little bit thick, isn't he? There's just much, not much between the ears there at all. I tell you what, she must give some grade A blowjobs. She must suck him dry. Though I'd say that the tap would be turning off on that pretty quickly. Yeah. The thing is, of course, is that dragging Harry back to North America, that's what they keep saying, so they're not saying if it's the USA or Canada. Personally, I'm thinking it's uh, Mexico. Uh, dragging uh, Harry back to North America and, and, and him relinquishing his role in the royals means that he's not uh, what he was when she was initially attracted to him. This is a great example. Harry's a great example of a man losing his frame and uh, making his woman uh, his mission instead of what his mission was before. So Harry's mission before was as, a, as an elite uh, key member of the royal, British royal family. Um, now he's throwing it all, that all away to, based on whatever his, um, his wife wants. 
Um, and uh, and that's just a, a brilliant example, um, a horrific example of uh, of a man losing frame, and um, and making a woman his uh, his mission in life instead of having her in his periphery, um, which is what let's say Prince William does quite well. Um, of course, Princess Diana was a lunatic. Um, I think I think Princess Diana invented bulimia and made it cool for a few generations of uh, teenage girls. I remember Prince uh, Uncle Charlie is uh, an acquaintance of mine who actually uh, re revolves in those circles, so actually knows Prince Charles and calls him refers to him as Uncle Charlie. Oh, actually, yes, I saw Uncle Charlie on the weekend. We went out for a shot of hunting. Uh, I was, the first time I was like, who? Uncle Charlie? Who's that? He's, and someone else says to me, oh, that's Prince Charles. I thought, like, whoa, okay, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Prince Charles said that uh, back in the day that uh, he couldn't really get intimate with someone whenever he went to kiss her and smelt vomit. I get that. I get that because I, I dated a girl with that problem once. And... Uh, yeah, it wasn't the best. Um, so, poor old Harry. What can we say about Harry? It just hasn't gone well for the lad. It's not going to get any better. And what's going to happen when he moves to North America and earns his own way and he's no longer a prince? Yes, of course, he'll always be famous. But that will wear off pretty quick in the scheme of things. If there's one thing we have an overabundance of in this day and age, it's famous people. Good Lord. There are so many famous people now that famous people aren't famous anymore. Um, I, was, uh, I was at a quiz night on Friday night because I went to an engagement and I showed up. There's a series of photos or something. I can't remember. I was, I've had a few beers, but... Who are these people? Famous people? I, I knew none of them. So how how can how can they be famous if uh, if I don't know who any of them are? Um, I suppose the line "Don't you know how I who I am?" is uh, getting more and more relevant as we go along. Pretty soon, everyone's going to be famous. Everyone will be famous, and then no one will be famous at all. It's like everyone being special. If everyone's special. No one's special, which is what communists always actually want. Um, so, yeah, Harry will move back and uh, he won't be what he was. And um, probably she'll divorce him because she's got form in that regard. She's a divorcee. Um, so she'll, uh, she'll probably divorce him. And then what does Harry do then? What does Harry do then? He's not, um, well, he's, he's just a great example of not being a man in this situation. He's not leading the relationship at all, not even a little bit. And it's biting him big time. Uh, and it's just going to get worse and worse for the lad. So um, Harry's making gigantic mistakes on the world stage, on the world stage. And that's always... That's always got to be tough. That's always got to be tough. Uh, 
on the manosphere stage, um, there's other um, drama going on all of a sudden. Uh, when uh, on Friday, I think it was, the uh, drama broke out in uh, open conflict between Vox Day and the Z-Man, um, which kind of caught me by surprise. Now, I, I have heard, I have seen Vox Day grumble about the Z-Man and the Z-Man, you know, obliquely grumble about Vox Day, but they, they link to each other's stuff. They quote each other's stuff on occasion. Um, and But a few weeks ago, the Z-Man wrote a piece on grifters and he, um, a grifter is someone who's, you know, using the internet to basically, a, a modern day con man, a grifter. Uh, because with the internet, uh, in the past, grifters had to, you know, physically target their marks, and which was, you know, you could only do a certain number at a time and it was physically dangerous. Now with the anonymity of the internet, you know, grifters can go on by weight of numbers. And uh, there's, so there's a lot more going on of it. Um, and uh, and he used Mike, Mike Chernovich for that. Um, and, and I couldn't really disagree with him. Couldn't really disagree with me. This whole this whole Chernovich media thing that you know they keep trying to beat up. I just think is ridiculous. Chernovich breaks the story, and I just I shake my head. Um, and uh, so that was that. But then on Thursday, I think it was uh, the Z Man put out another article about grifters and referred to um, uh, Chernovich again. Now it was not. Um, that that set Vox off, but and I had to go down through the comments. I think it was about a hundred comments in on Z-Man's piece. He uh, he commented on the lawsuit, Vox Day's lawsuit against Indiegogo, where the Z-Man said that there is no such thing, um, simply that Indiegogo cancelled the project. Uh, gave the people their money back. There was no lawsuit, no class action, no arbitration, nothing. I'm, I'm literally reading from what the Z-Man said. And Voxgay has gone ballistic over this um, and written a piece. He's written two pieces. The first one quoting that Z-Man comment was titled Too Short and Too Dishonest for the Ride. Um... And this he quoted the Z-Man, and this is what Vox, part of what Vox has said after it. The combination of ignorance, stupidity, envy, and gamma posturing would be difficult to top without resorting to the visual medium of YouTube. Uh, he tells his guys not to correct them or set the record straight. If... Um, Fox goes into a big, big old attack um, about this, um, and uh, then updates it with a quote from one of the commenters on the Z-Man blog, uh, who accuses Vox Day of being a cult leader, and uh, Vox Day once again calls the individual uh, a gamma. Um, 
and then um, yesterday, yeah, yesterday he did another thing because uh, titled the Z-Man doubles down, um, and it's actually a quote now. It's a quote from Z-Man's Gab account. Now, Vox Day is not even on Gab. Because Vox Day had a very public split with the, um, the founder of Gab over a year ago, I think it was. Um, so this is quoting from the Z-Man's Gab account. Um, the Z-Man said this about Vox Day, quote, his blunder was in making claims that can, that can be independently verified, that and picking a fight with the Zoomers. They dug into his various claims because they have time on their hands and they like mixing it up online. A friend said to me that he has become the old man stomping on the flaming bag of poop while shouting into the darkness. It was entertaining for a while, but I'm bored with it now. Um... He's now calling the Z-Man a proven liar, uh, and particularly lazy and stupid one that does that. He says the Z-Man has done nothing, accomplished nothing beyond emulating, uh, emanating MV of those who take the time to actually produce things, construct projects, and build communities. Um, boom, 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 boom. All right, a few points. Um, I can see both sides, uh, sides of this. I find the whole thing a little bit It's a little bit exhausting, to be honest. And I don't see the point of this particular line. I think both these guys produce good content. Both these guys do good things. Um, it's not like I've had... I, in the past, have had shots at people on the right who are obviously fucking being morons. Or obviously, for me, are just outright plants, like um, Milo. No, a, a, a homosexual Jew married to a black man telling us all, you know, how, how we need to do stuff is um, is beyond um, is beyond ridiculous. Um, but on this one here, I, I just I don't get it because both of these guys have got holes in their in their whole thing. Like, all right, let's go on to Z. Let's start with Z Man first. The big hole there's two big holes that z-man has there's two big holes that z-man has here uh in his argument one of these especially if you're going to start start doing articles on grifters and con men and you know people who are you know having a shot it's a little, little bit hypocritical to do that and at the end of each, each of your articles you're begging for money online now, begging for money online is a socialist is a socialist move, you know. Um, it's it's socialists who ask for people donate to donate to them, um, and it's uh, entrepreneurs who provide something that people want to hand over money for, um, and that's why I started my blog after I put out my first book. You want to. You like what I do, you want to support me in some way, or more than that, you want you want more of what I'm doing, then I've got a couple of books there that are available for you to purchase, and, and that's it. 
there you go. I'm, I'll never have a Patreon account. I'll never do anything like that because that's socialist. That's just begging for money online. And so it really undermines the whole of Z-Med's uh, argument in that way. Put out a book, mate. Put out a book. Have exclusive content that people are willing to pay for. The whole Patreon thing's embarrassing. I mean, look at Tim Newman, who's um, basically shut down his blog. Um, I'll be taking it off my blog roll in the next couple of months if he's if he's not going to keep rolling with it. Um, because more or less he got a girl. Uh, which um, And poor old Tim, I think, has been flailing around a bit the last couple of years, really trying. Had, had a bad run with the chicks. Uh, I think it was crazy Russian girls or something. And then I think he flew over to the States to see a girl in Miami. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. I was hard keeping up with it. I, I, could, be, I could be completely wrong on this, yeah? Um, I do know he travelled somewhere to see a chick. It didn't work out like she ghosted him or something. Anyway, he's uh, he's he's met a girl, um, I think in London, um, a, a native English chick. And it's immediately working out for him because he's English as well. Um, which means demographics is everything, doesn't it? Hmm? Demographics is everything. But Tim had set up a Patreon account begging for money because he'd uh, taken time off work to go study. And then a few weeks ago, of course, well, he's basically shut down his blog, but people were supporting him on Patreon. So he had to come back and, and you know, ask everyone to stop donating him money because he really wasn't, you know, doing anything anymore. No offense, he really wasn't doing anything to begin with. That you should get money. He'd put out a book. Good for you. If people want to support you, they'll buy your book. If people don't want to support you, they won't buy your book. My books keep selling. Um, and that's nice. I'm happy about it. I also put a huge amount of effort into them. And I'm putting a huge amount of effort into the current one. Because I have to have them as good as they can be. Because once they're out there, they're on the record. It's on the record. It's there. So the Z-Man with all this socialist stuff, it, uh, it undermines his, his credibility in this regard. The other thing that undermines his credibility is he's anonymous. And that really does undermine his credibility somewhat. Uh, particularly because he apparently goes to a lot of meetups um, where he uh, meets with other people and blah, 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 which means the people who want to know who he, who he is, they know who he is. They know who he is. No doubt about it. So I find it hard. I find it hard. It's like, it's like the Z-Man sniping from the shadows here. And, and I have to give Vox Day his due. He's, he's out in front of it and he's been, he's been copying shit for 20 plus years. Um, and if there's one thing Vox has proven, um, he's a fighter. Uh, and, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll keep swinging as hard as he can. Saying that... There are some things that Vox Day is saying, which even I'm shaking my eyes at. I'm just having some trouble with it. The first thing is accusing everyone of being a gamma who 
says something you don't like. I, I'm just we we actually it's getting to be so ridiculous with Fox on this regard that they almost need to redefine you know the social sex the socio what was it the socio sexual hierarchy the definition of a gamma is someone who publicly dis- disagrees with Vox Day because everyone who disagrees with Vox Day in some way and has a go at Vox Day is labeled by Vox Day as a gamma and i just it's self defeating I'm sure, I'm sure that some of them, or even many of them are cameras, but not all of them. Not all of them. It's, it's, it's just not realistic. And it, it's, it's ridiculous on certain levels. And I, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the point now that every time Vox says someone's a gamma, I'm, I'm automatically rolling my eyes before I delve into it, which is not good, which is not good. I really like Vox's stuff. Uh, is it all his own work? I don't know. I haven't done that sort of in-depth thing. But he's the one who put it all together. He's the one who took the time to do it. So I, I give him I give him credit for that. But Vox, you got to back off on the gamma stuff, mate. It's not. There's not that many. <laughs> I'm a, I know there's a lot of them around, but it's not. It's not every single one who disagrees. C-Man's not a gamma male. He's not an alpha, but I just, you know what I mean? It's just a little bit tiring. The other thing that's a little bit tiring is Vox says that he ignores these guys and they don't mean anything to him and that his guys his guys should ignore what these people are saying. Well, then why is he digging in 100 comments down on a Z-Man thread that no one would have fucking seen? Or on the Z-Man's Gab account where Vox isn't even on Gab? I mean... Vox is running... I mean, I'm sure he's got his minions running around doing this for him. I know it wasn't Vox himself who went out and did it. Or maybe it was. I don't know. But it seems beyond petty. It seems like... Contrary to Vox's claims of he doesn't care, it seems like he really does care. If Z-Man had labeled, had written an article directly calling Vox out himself... Well then, fine, but not not a. Oh, oh, I had to really go through the article by Z-Man, all through the comments, trying to find the one that Vox Day was talking about. It probably took me ten minutes to find it, and then he's gone and quoted his Gab account, and no one's on Gab. Nobody, nobody's on Gab. There's no traffic volume from Gab at all, at all. I. It's, it's, uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit bemused by the whole thing. I don't see what Vox is trying to achieve here. It could be one of two things. Number one, Mike Cernovich has contacted Vox because they are buddies and said, the Z-Man's now written two things calling me a grifter. Can you, can you have a shot at him? And I, I, I would put that in the 
you know, the fairly realistic camp uh, of something that's happened. Um, so Vox has gone in on the attack, trying to discredit the Z-Man to obliquely um, protect Mike Cernovich. And, oh, I'll just hit the mic. I'm sorry if that all upset your ears. Um, one of Vox's weaknesses, one of Vox's strengths is that he sticks by his friends. One of Vox's weaknesses is he doesn't pick very good ones. He hasn't lined himself up um, with the best people. Um, I'd say the only person that has disagreed publicly with Vox that Vox hasn't called a gamma male was Tom Krautman. That's probably the only one. Um, but, but Vox has kind of lined himself up with some guys. Mike Cernovich is a classic example. Um, Milo is another one. Um, that's so, yeah, that's, that's entirely, that's entirely possible. And Cerno's co uh, you know, contacted uh, Vox and, uh, and said, you know, I need you to have a go at this guy for me. Probably because he's, because Z-Man was hitting too close to home. The other possibility, because the first thing that, that Z-Man, uh, Vox Day commented on was the quote from the Z-Man on Indiegogo and the uh, pending lawsuit that um, Vox Day and his um, followers has have with um, Indiegogo. And the other possibility is that the Z-Man was right or hit close to the bone the way that Vox has reacted like that. If what Z-Man had said was not even close to true or completely wide of the mark, I can't see Vox Day going on about it in the way, in bringing attention to it the way he has. I think about it this way. Let's say you're, you are not fat. Let's say that you are the opposite of fat. You are in excellent shape. You go to the gym. You're a tight as fuck. If you take off your shirt, at a swimming pool, girls openly swoon at you, okay? If, so, if that's your physical makeup and someone comes up to you and says, oh, you're fucking, you're really fat, mate, you're obese, you're disgusting, you're not going to get upset at the person. You're just going to look at them like they're a moron because they are. It's not even, you're not going to react. It's, you're not going to get angry at all. You're not going to get angry. Absolutely not. But let's say you've got that really tight body and all the rest of it, but you've actually got a really small dick. You've got a pencil dick. I mean, it is tiny, tiny, tiny. And so the same guy comes up and says, oh, you know, you, you might, oh, you're ripped, mate, but shit, so in the shower, a bit of a pencil dick. Your reaction might be to get pissed off. And that's a defensive mechanism because the attackers hit close to home. You don't, you don't, you don't jump on the attack. You don't arc up like this if there's no truth involved, if it's not accurate. I've had people, you know, I've had this happen to me many times. It's just like, what are you talking about? And I've had it where people have had a go and they've been pretty well on the money and I really had to watch my reaction, which means I also know, fuck, they got me. So, uh, 
I don't think Vox has been really smart with this one. And I think that that's unusual for Vox. I think that's unusual, but I, I'm, I'm going to go with the fact that I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Z-Man's claims about the, uh, you know, Indiegogo thing. But the, the way Vox has reacted to it and leapt on it, and and Z-Man's not publishing anything on it. He hasn't he hasn't done any. I checked. I can check again now because this is the time he normally puts something up. No, there's nothing up that's new. Um, so I don't know what's going on there. It's all a it's all a bit weird. I don't know. What do you guys think? Now, I know some of my regular commenters will probably say I don't care. And that's fair enough, but I think this is an interesting... We're always trying to work out, say, what Trump's really doing, what's the plan, what are the left really doing, what's their plan. Well, these are two guys that are pretty familiar to us. Now they're having a go at each other in this way. I don't have a dog in this fight. I, I, I like and admire aspects of both of these guys. So... I think it's an interesting um, an interesting dynamic to examine under the pretext of trying to understand motive, what's going on behind the scenes. The, the, the better you get at this doing this sort of stuff, the, the more help it is to you. Uh, so don't take the line of I don't care. I know that most of you guys listening to this are familiar with both the Z-Man and Box Day. Have a look at it, you know. Have a look and see what you think. Um, I'll link Vox's two pieces uh, in the in the uh, in the show notes on my blog. So if you listen to this straight from SoundCloud, just go to it in my blog, and I'll link the article that uh, the comment from Z-Man was in. I won't link Z-Man's comment because I think because Vox Day quotes the whole comment. I think the article itself is uh, is what you know, the start of this. Personally, I think that Cernovich put Vox up to it, but that doesn't make sense with then what the Z-Man's saying about Indiegogo. Maybe it's a combination of everything I've been saying. Maybe it's all hooked in together. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But it is um, it is quite interesting. Um, it got me scratching my head trying to work out what was going on. Um, so, um, there you go. Hey, look, um, shout outs, Captain Capitalism, Mr. Aaron Clary, uh, the man himself sponsors this podcast cause he's a dude. And, um, uh, and so, uh, and he's also, he's also a good friend and a good guy. So, uh, go check out, um, the, uh, original raving economist in the United States, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. He's got a lot of books out. He's working on other books now about the millennial generation, not trying to help them because, as he says, they're beyond help, but uh, his book is a warning to others. It's going to be a warning to others. I think specifically for gener- for the Generation Z or whatever is Zoomers. Is that what they're called? Uh, that's what the Z-man refers to them. I just think because he starts with Z. Um, and uh, Aaron's got a podcast, a couple of podcasts, and uh, also his asshole consulting company where he will answer questions for you anonymously in a video um, for money. There you go. 
that's capitalism. That's not socialism. Even though Cappy has a Patreon account as well, which is is a mark against you, matey. That's a mark against you. Um, so go check him out and support him. Uh, you can support me if you like this by following this blog every uh, this podcast uh, on SoundCloud. Um, up to two hundred and thirty, I think. Now that's you know just it's just moving along bit by bit. Um, I'm almost at 450 followers on the blog, so why don't you be number 450, you know? There you go, I'll give you a cookie. And buy my books, Pushing Rubber Downhill, A Journey to Manhood via Whitewater Adventures. It's basically, you know, how to make a man of yourself, if you haven't done so already. And Run Guts, Pull Cones, A Rafting Adventure in the Italian Alps. That book is a very humorous look at men working in groups, men working in the dynamic of men working in teams and, you know, how leadership qualities arrive and how you deal with certain situations. So uh, you can get those books online at most of your major retailers and you know, go into your local bookstore or order them as well. Go to your local bookstore and say, why don't you have 10 copies of Adam Pickett's books on the shelves? They're the best ever. You should have them. And they'll go, oh, okay. And then I'll make more money. So uh, do that. Um, thanks for listening. Hope you guys uh, have a good week. Um, this has been another Adam Pigger production uh, brought to you by the good time, great taste of fish. And uh, tune in next week uh, where we uh, go back to the fight club in the ring <laughs> between Fox Day and the Z-Man. I wish both of them well. I like both of them. I think they're both good guys, but uh, yeah. Who knows? Anyway, ciao.